Welcome back to the Emotional Abuse Recovery Podcast. You are listening to episode number 83. And today I am going to be sharing with you three questions to ask yourself to help you get unstuck. So a lot of people, when they're going through their emotional abuse recovery journeys, they reach a point of a plateau. They have tried all the things. They have done so much to heal, but something just isn't able to get out of the way. And I'm going to be sharing with you these three questions on this episode today. So get out your pen and paper, take some notes so that you can go back to this and really think about it and really explore this to help you unlock whatever it might be that's in the way. Welcome to the Emotional Abuse Recovery Podcast, a podcast specifically designed to help you heal after a toxic or narcissistic relationship. This podcast teaches you to use your subconscious mind to go from feeling stuck to set free. In here, you will learn how to use the power of your own mind to free yourself from emotional pain, move forward with confidence, and experience the inner peace you deserve in your healing journey after emotional abuse. I'm your host and subconscious reprogramming coach, Allison Dagny. So let's get started. All right, so let's get right into this stuckness because I really want to help you shift this. And I think that if you um, have ever been stuck or if you've ever felt or said those words, then there are some things that you probably will relate to. And one of those things is feeling overwhelmed or drained. So I used to feel like emotionally exhausted was the word that I would use. So if you are just saying like, I'm so overwhelmed or I'm just really drained, um, it's likely that you resonate with this stuckness feeling. So victims will also a lot of times feel emotionally exhausted um, as like manipulation occurs, gaslighting, um, other things like that. And this can happen, you know, after the abuse or after the abusive relationship ends, right? You might still be experiencing abuse in the form of post-separation abuse or if you're still in contact with that person. Another um, thing that might present itself is a loss of self-esteem. So feeling stuck is going to look like low self-worth or low confidence, which ends up having you feel really inadequate or unworthy of love and respect. This can be part of that stuck feeling. Um, Isolation, loneliness, fear, anxiety, guilt, you know, all of these things would um, show up in the form of feeling stuck. Other things that could come up would be different kinds of behavioral patterns. And a lot of times people don't really realize that, but when you're feeling stuck, your actions of what you do could actually be repetitively keeping you kind of stuck in that feeling. So these could be like patterns of thinking, like rumination, which I've talked about before, thinking about the past or um, reliving those traumatic experiences. 
Um, it can also these kinds of things really make it hard to break free um, from those negative thought cycles, which we have to get again into the subconscious mind. So if this is the first time you're listening, I'd really encourage you to go back to the beginning and start listening to some of those earlier episodes to help you fully understand um, the concepts and the um, the source of the subconscious mind. Now, other behavioral patterns that you might notice in yourself would be like avoidance and withdrawal, um, maybe inabilities to set boundaries. Um, You might be dependent on other people for their approval and validation, right? All these things are actually coping mechanisms. So when someone says they feel stuck, I immediately know that they're coping, like immediately, because these behavioral patterns and these like emotional things that you're struggling with are reasons that you are stuck. So you might be asking then, well, what do I do to get unstuck, right? That's why you're here. That's why you're listening to this podcast. And so I have three really important questions to help you with this. So I really want you first and foremost to go into this relaxed and with a really open mind, okay? Because if you have just experienced a long day at work and you're trying to decompress and you're buzzing and you have energy going, it's not going to be as easy for you to uncover what's going on in your subconscious mind. When you can first wake up in the morning on a Sunday, you don't have anything planned and you're feeling pretty chill, that's where you can do this kind of work. Or if you've had a chance to calm down after a long day and you're feeling just kind of neutral, that would be a good time to do this. So I'm always going to encourage you to to wait until you're in a position of calm because it's going to be really hard for you to um, answer these questions and uncover what's going on subconsciously if you're in a heightened state of emotion or when your body and your mind is dysregulated. So we got to make sure that you are in a regulated state. Now, there are things you can do to get regulated like meditation, breathing, physical and somatic exercises. Um, I am happy to share any of those kinds of things with you. Just send me a message over on Instagram or Facebook. I love hearing from you guys. Um, I make friends with my um, listeners, followers, so please don't hesitate or feel like you can't reach me because I've I've always got my phone on me, so um, I love to hear from you. So let's get into these questions. So if you have a p- piece of paper and a pen, I would highly encourage you to take notes. If you're driving, just come back to this episode at a later time and then you can go through it. So the first thing that will help you to get unstuck, this question is going to be really, really important. So I want you to think about yourself as a fully healed version of yourself. And what that often looks like for people is going to be different from person to person, but whatever that looks like for you, okay? So if that means you are no longer being triggered, if that means you are able to set really strong boundaries, if that means that you are at peace and you can focus and you're having good night's sleeps, right? What does that actually look like? So I want you to take a moment and and really think about if you were that fully healed person, that confident, empowered, peaceful person who's not ruminating, person who's not getting triggered, that vision of yourself. The question I want to ask you is, what would you have to leave behind 
to become that person. Now, most people do not realize that being stuck is often related to the fear of leaving something behind, right? Because we are coping with whatever it is that we're dealing with emotionally and subconsciously. And coping is a trauma adaptation. It's a way for our brain to help us feel safe. So we cope so that we can feel better in the moment, right? But coping is temporary. It's not permanent. It's like band-aiding a wound. So if we want to actually get to the source of any of these things that I talked about and any of the things that you might be struggling with, we have to actually figure out the answer to this question. And there's two more, but for this one, what would you have to leave behind to be that fully healed version of yourself? So I'd really encourage you to meditate on this, to journal about it, get really relaxed and see what comes up. Because often if you are stuck and there's this like block or this, you know, uh, invisible force that's in your way, it's because you're afraid that to be that fully healed version of you, that you'll have to leave something else behind. So let me give you an example of this. One of my clients was on the verge of a breakthrough. I just could taste it. I knew she was on the verge of a breakthrough, but you can't push somebody. You can't force them into a breakthrough. It has to unfold naturally. Like think of a really tight uh, rosebud, right? You try to pull that rosebud apart. You're going to destroy the rose, right? It's not going to be helpful at all. So you just wait and you just let that rose unfold in its own time to become this beautiful, fragrant rose. So it's no different here. And with my client, I waited and I just kept asking her some questions and I asked her this question. And the one thing that she told me was that she was afraid that if she became that fully healed version of herself, that she would lose her family's love and support and care. Because they were so invested in her and so invested in helping her that they became this really strong form of support. So her being fully healed in her mind, I'm not saying this is for everyone, but in her mind, her being fully healed meant she would lose that. So we had to then, you know, take this steps further, deeper down, you know, peel away layers of the onion to show her that it was just as possible she wouldn't lose that. That she could still be that version of herself without losing that. So I'd really encourage you to think about what that could mean for you. Because it's going to mean something different for everyone. Alright, so the next question that I have is, how do you benefit from staying where you are now? Now, everybody is, well not everybody, but most people answer this question and say there is no benefit. There's absolutely zero benefit. I feel horrible. I'm stuck. This is miserable. I don't want to be here. That's why I'm calling you or that's why I'm listening to this podcast, right? Because they don't think there's a benefit to staying where they are. But I'm here to tell you, that's not how the subconscious mind works. There's a positive reason, a positive intention, I guess I should say, as to why you would stay where you are, why you would be stuck. There is a reason. Most people don't know that by not healing and by not moving forward, that they're getting a subconscious benefit. 
So if you immediately think, and if you're one of those people that perk up and say, like, there's no benefit, I would really encourage you to think about this a little bit more. There's always a benefit to anything we do because our brain wants to keep us feeling safe. So let me give you an example of that. Okay, so one of my clients who was feeling stuck, we were talking a little bit about, you know, if there could be a benefit, if she could see any reason why she might want to stay where she is now. And what she told me was that by moving forward and healing, she would have to face the unknown. And that was really scary. Because she didn't know what she could be. She didn't know what that new version of her would actually feel like or would actually look like or what might be on the other side of healing, right? So she, the benefit that she got was comfort. She was comfortable staying where she was because there was this fear that was looming about, I don't know who I am. I don't know who I will be if I move forward. And so there's, again, there's a lot of layers to this and we would have to go through all of those things and figure out, you know, if there were any other areas of resistance, but kind of at the surface level, you can understand now why she wouldn't want to heal or wouldn't want to move forward on a subconscious level. Like consciously, of course, she's saying, yes, I want to heal. I want to move forward. But what's the driver? 95% of what's going on in your subconscious mind is the driver. So even if you consciously are saying, yes, I want to heal. Yes, I want to heal. Yes, I want to move forward. It's not going to happen if you don't work with what's going on in the 95%, which is the lower part of like an iceberg, right? That 5% that's sticking out at the top is just your conscious part of your mind. The lower 95% that you can't see and that you're mostly unaware of is your subconscious and that's what's driving it. So if fear and worry and anxiety about who she will be in the future is driving the show, of course she's not going to heal and move forward because there's something bigger at play. And so that's the benefit of staying where you are now. Okay, so the third question that I would like for you to write down and think about is if your emotional freedom meant that you had to lose something, what would that be? Okay, what are you afraid of losing to become that best version of you, right? There might be a fear of losing something that helps you right now, like what you have right now. So what is that? And is it possible that you won't lose it but maybe the fear of losing it is what is actually keeping you stuck. So take some time on this question because it's a little bit different than something you are leaving behind, right? What would, what would your emotional freedom mean you had to lose if you had to lose something, right? If it meant that you had to lose something, what would that actually be? So I'll give you an example of how this might look. All right, so... A client that I was working with, she was really struggling with this. And when we brought this question out and she really thought about it, she said that if I am 
emotionally free, if I am no longer tied to the past, if I am that healed version of myself, I will have to lose feeling like I was the one who was hurt. Like the playing field was evened out somehow. That the person who hurt me actually got away with it. So upon deeper um, discovery, it turned out that she wanted to hold on to this because she felt like that by healing and by moving forward, that she was no longer a victim of her circumstances. And her abuser got away with it. Her abuser um, would be seen in a different light because, well, she's healed now. So somehow on a subconscious level, by her not healing was keeping him accountable. But again, that's on a subconscious level. That's not actually happening, right? It was just something that she constructed in her mind that if she just didn't heal and didn't move forward, then he would somehow still be accountable for what he did. So this stuff gets really complex. It can become very tricky to navigate alone, but that's why I am here to help you and support you and share these kinds of examples because often, you know, we just allow these things to surface or maybe they're buried and we never even know that they're there or acknowledge them. But if you really truly want to get unstuck, starting to ask these deep questions is going to be really, really pivotal for your healing. I want to give you a quick analogy about subconscious blocks and these like roadblocks on your journey that make you feel stuck. So imagine you're on a journey, you wanna go on to this happier, more fulfilling life. This journey represents your path toward healing after emotional abuse, after narcissistic abuse. And along this path, there are a lot of roadblocks, okay? A lot of things in your way. These, these could be holes, these could be boulders, they could be downed trees, whatever, right? But you're on this journey and like, oh my gosh, all the stuff is in the way. These are your subconscious blocks. So each roadblock represents or symbolizes a past experience, especially if you had an abusive relationship that left an impact on you and that you're actively trying to work on releasing, the interesting part about these roadblocks is that, you know, when we're giving the analogy and the visual of the big boulders and the um, trees in the way, you know, all of these things, is that for us truly they're unseen and oftentimes not really fully understood. So they're like booby traps or these hidden obstacles that really affect your progress without you even realizing it. So those kinds of things are going to be influencing your thoughts. They're going to be influencing your emotions, your feelings, your actions. And this is just how any roadblock could affect your ability to move forward on any journey. So it's the same thing. So just as like roadblocks can really get in the way of smooth traffic, right? If there's something in the way and then 
you know, like a, I don't know, a big barrel or something, or something flew off the back of a truck on, a, on the highway. Now traffic is slow. And it's similar in your mind because the subconscious blocks that you have can also hinder your smooth progress toward your destiny, toward where you're wanting to go, toward that vision that you would want to create for yourself and who you want to be for healing and empowerment. So by answering these questions that I've posed to you and really kind of deeply getting introspective, you're like a traveler that's on this journey just inspecting these roadblocks. You're just taking a look at what is this and why is it in the way. And as you identify and understand these subconscious blocks, it's just like removing the roadblocks from a physical pathway. So then when you start clearing out the roadblocks and you have this clear and smooth opening, this great pathway ahead of you toward where you want to go, then this enables you to continue your journey with a lot more ease toward a future that you are designing that is filled with healing and peace and empowerment and confidence and all these wonderful things that you deserve. So I'd really, really love to hear from you after you answer these questions and see what comes up. Because again, understanding them and addressing them, the blocks to keep, that are keeping you stuck, right? Because anything in your way is going to keep you stuck. Is just like removing these unseen obstacles that have been holding you back, that are not allowing you to move forward on your journey towards a brighter and better future. Okay, so if you would like these questions, I can send them to you. Um, just send me a message on Instagram or Facebook, or you can email me at allison at when tears leave scars. I can send them directly to you. Um, and then you can practice, you know, trying to figure out what it is that's going on on a subconscious level. Um, if you are feeling stuck, I am offering a group coaching program that starts on February 3rd and the enrollment will close on February 1st. So if you're hearing this after that, then we've already started. You'll have to wait till the next group session. But if you, um, are just now hearing this the day that it's coming out on Tuesday, then you have some time to sign up for this. The group coaching is designed to help you remove these blocks and we're going to work on self-worth and we're going to work on rumination and really anything else that anyone in the group wants to focus on. The group is 10 weeks and each session is an hour long. So we're going to be in that like a Zoom format to help you figure out what's going on a subconscious level and then I will teach you the four-step tool to help you rewire and reprogram those things and get those blocks out of the way. Now this program also includes additional support um, from me outside of the group coaching plus two one-on-one -on -one sessions if you um, sign up before the first of February and the price is $997. So this is getting you in at about 63% off of my one-on-one -on -one coaching price. So if this is something that you're interested in, I'd highly encourage you to jump on this um, opportunity because 
we're going to support each other. You're going to learn from other people and I'm going to be there to help you every step of the way. So um, the link to sign up for group coaching is in the show notes below. And again, if you need the questions to help you, just send me an email or um, reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook and I'd love to hear from you. I hope this has been helpful and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for being here with me today in the Emotional Abuse Recovery Podcast. I hope you found value here with me. If this podcast episode was helpful to you, I'd love for you to hit subscribe and leave me a review. My goal is to help you go from feeling stuck to set free. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook, and you can check out whentearsleavescars.com for more resources and information help you with your own emotional abuse recovery. Until next time, here's to believing in